0: This podcast features adults drinking beer and using adult language. You've been warned. Welcome back to the Tashi Station Brewhouse, where we combine the three best things in the universe, Star Wars, sports, and beer. What's not to love? Hi, Kristen.
1: Hey, Brian. Long time no talk, it feels I like. Know. I think, just, I think <laughs> just a lot has also happened, so it makes it feel like
0: that. Uh, yeah, I think things have been happening. Uh, uh, Nancy and I have been busy for some odd reason. <laughs> some weird reason. <laughs> some weird parasitic reason.
1: Can't imagine why. Oh, I thought you were talking about Galaxy's Edge, but what do I know? <laughs> well, that too. <laughs> Is that the wrong assumption?
0: <laughs> uh, you, you know, it turns out uh, when your wife's pregnant, it takes up a lot of time, and uh, there are things to do to prepare for. I've heard that rumor. Uh, it turns out the rumor checks out. Uh, we've got a guest with us this week. Hi, Mandy. How's it going, Amanda?
2: It's going great. I am super excited to be here with y'all. I have wanted to do this since you first said, hey, what if I were to do a podcast that's about (laughs) Star Wars and beer and maybe a sosaun of sports thrown in? So all this time and yay, I'm finally here. I'm so excited.
1: I know. I honestly can't believe we haven't had you on yet. So it's like one of those that you're like, oh my God, I can't believe we haven't had her on. Now we get to have her on like after seemingly a million episodes. So it's very fun. (laughs)
2: I'm easily reached. And so I'm always like that guest that's in the back pocket. So that if someone who has way more limited availability is available, you're like, oh, we'll book that person first. Oh, we'll book that person first. (laughs) Which I totally get. I like being the old standby, but it is truly thrilling to finally be recording with (laughs) y'all.
1: You know what? That's good. I'm also available and not to steal your thunder, but I'm like, you know what? I could be that person. No one
0: wants me on their podcast. It's fine. (laughs) I have too many of my own podcasts to be that person. It's a problem.
2: Oh, but see, Kristen, now that you've said that, I do host <laughs> another Star Wars podcast, and I'm totally going to rope you into a guest appearance now.
1: Great, I'll do it. I'm it's quid easy, pro podcast. I'm, I'm easy to reach, except for we are about to get a puppy, so that's going to take up as much of my time as I will allow it to. Um,
0: I, I, just just I a want. reminder,
2: you, you only live a few hours away from me, and I have a that's huge true. fenced-in backyard that's very <laughs> puppy-friendly. Just, just... Put that on your radar.
0: What a good idea. It's so true. I, I, and very
2: good beer in the fridge.
0: I hope you understand that uh, you are now required by international law to post many pictures of that puppy on the Brewhouse account. <laughs> we are going to. Don't worry. It Brilliant. is going to happen.
1: And on the Tashi Station Patreon, on the Pets channel, my favorite place like on the internet. <laughs>
2: it's my happy place on the internet. By the way, folks, if you are not a patron of Tashi Station, <laughs> one of the great perks you can get is access... To the Tashi Station Patreon Slack channel, which includes a pets channel that is delightful. It it's is a
0: joy. It is the single most wholesome corner of the internet, and if you're not there, you are missing out.
1: We're so nice to each other in there too.
0: We are it's wild. Really it's because
1: it's like it's like the dogs that cats are watching. We have to be kind. Oh, and pork chop, the official hamster of the yeah, book. Yes, the adorable dog. hamster. Well,
0: we all do drag Chris a lot, though. <laughs> okay, that's true, but like.
1: But it's it's a good part usually, of
0: drag. It's not usually in that channel, though. No, no, no. We 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 spare Chris <laughs> from the dragging in that channel, at least. Oh man, Brian, I feel like you have like the most
1: exciting beer stuff to talk about because you were at Galaxy's Edge, oh, and it gosh, like, combines two of
0: the th- themes of this podcast. I know it's perfect, perfect synergy for this show. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I was at a Galaxy's Edge. Uh, Walt Disney Imagineer preview over the weekend, and uh, it was a lot of fun. We did a recap, uh, little special episode uh, that's in the TSR and the Megafeed feeds that you can check out for more information on that. But most importantly, we need to talk about the the uh, the the drinks, the the beer and drinks. Tell me
2: all about the drinks I haven't had yet.
0: Okay, so (laughs) um, over at Ogus Cantina. Oh, my God, I can't believe I was in a fucking Star Wars cantina. <laughs> I was in a fucking Star Wars cantina, and it was amazing. It's the dream. Yeah, it, it really, really is. It really is the dream. Um, not beer. Not, not beer. I did have some beer, but uh, one of the other drinks I had, which if you're going there, you should try. It's kind of their signature cocktail is the Fuzzy Tauntaun. Uh, it's a very pineapple forward uh, fruity drink, but uh, there is this sort of electric foam on top that uh, kind of causes your tongue and lips to go numb. So it makes for an interesting experience. That sounds magical because it's like, di- also yeah, Disney, so it is magical. A day is going to
1: come
2: when I do nothing but sit at Ogus Cantina and drink all the things. And at closing time, Disney security is going to have to bodily carry me back to my hotel because I will be shillelied in the best possible way
0: the tragic thing is that there was a two drink limit to get people in and out of there um but i take offense to that sorry i was drinking as you made that point so i couldn't (laughs) be
1: more outraged
2: i agree and i also i mean i'm just gonna be that terrible human being there is very little that money can't buy and that includes multiple reservations within a day (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, there is nothing stopping and you also, from if that.
2: And bartender, if I'm tipping the bartender 30 bucks a drink, he's probably not going to enforce that.
0: Oh, probably not. <laughs> um She's so smart, folks. i, I, I a only terrible listen to human to being.
2: But I, the idea of Oga's Cantina is seriously one of those shut up and take all my money. It, it very
0: much is because I might already have like five Oga's Cantina reservations between now and January. See, you Fuck understand, yes. right? I, 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 I do understand. Um,
2: <laughs> Please Be sure to post a million pictures of baby's first night at the cantina.
0: Oh, well, heavens, yes, we will. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Very
2: important to us. <laughs> uh,
0: now, the other th- drink I had over at Oga's Cantina was the Bad Motivator IPA. It's a 50 IBU uh, IPA, so right smack in the bitterness range you want. Uh, s- solid all around, which is what you would expect from a Sierra Nevada IPA. Uh Is that who technically brews
1: it? it Yeah, it it
0: is actually Sierra Nevada. So uh, on the menu, it shows uh, which brewery uh, is making it. Um, So Sierra Nevada made that one. Actually, I wonder if I can find a beer list. Let's see. Galaxy's Edge beer. Sadly, they did not have the Rancor flight when I was there, which I was ready to throw down $70 so I could get those Rancor teeth to bring home with me. Alas, uh... you
1: have wait. Can you explain Many what that more, is? Many some more reservations. <laughs> some that. of us,
0: some of us are not as up
1: on things as others of us. As usual, oh. that's the person that I am on this so. person. That's probably
2: better because your FOMO is nowhere near as strong as mine over these things right <laughs> now.
1: It's true. The more
2: you know, the more you're really mad. You don't also live in Orlando.
0: Oh, it's so, so true. You can order a beer flight, which contains the four uh, the four signature beers at. Oga's Cantina, that are served in hollowed out rancor teeth, and you uh, <gasps> you can take those home with you. That is lit. Okay, all right. I found i I did find uh, the <laughs> brewers uh, for Oga's uh, Sierra Nevada, uh, New Belgium, uh, Blue Point, and Ballast Point uh, okay. are the ones gr- uh, brewing for them. I have to. Actually, I have had something from all of those breweries. Okay, um, so yeah, I was like, <laughs> I had wait, to think no, about you're that. Drinking. You're wrong if you think you
2: haven't, sir. Like, I,
0: I know you. I was I wasn't sure about Blue Point, and then I remembered the third or the uh, the third drink I had there uh, wasn't at uh, Ogas, but at Dock Seven Docking Bay Seven, um, which is the quick service restaurant. Is the Gold Squadron Lager. Uh, this I one's want. from Blue Point. Um, Fruity, refreshing, crisp, Uh, it's exactly the kind of beer you want when it's 98 degrees with a billion percent humidity outside.
2: Yeah, when I first read the description of that, I was like, oh, that's your Disney Park beer. Like, Mm -hmm. that is the beer you want at a Disney Park because it's delicious and refreshing. And it's nine zillion degrees in a Disney Park in August. Bless your pregnant wife's heart.
1: I know. Oh, my God. Um... Brian, not to put you on the spot, do you know what the uh, ABV on that came
0: in at? Uh, I don't on that one. Unfortunately, it was I Fine. think it was somewhere in the four and a half to five and a half range.
1: Yeah, that's what you would hope. Is yeah, that for what a logger, t- is that what it tasted like?
0: <laughs> uh, it It was. It, w- it definitely tasted like it was in there. Uh, the yeah. the uh, bad motivator I think was somewhere in the six and a half to seven and a half.
2: But it's an IPA, and so you have to drink an IPA to get that. So, you know. Yeah, well. Not... I'm, I am that contrarian who is anti-IPA. And All so... right.
1: You get to be anti-IPA if you want. Everybody gets to decide what they want. Wait, Brian, are you drinking this episode? I forgot to ask you that I, question. I
0: am not. I did not have time to make a beer run before this it's, show. It's fine. I'm, I'm at the dregs of the... Uh, I'm at the
1: dregs of the fridge right now. So we had some beer in there, but I think the only beers we had were like Belgian triples. And I was like, it's hot out. I'm not doing that. It's um, en- it's
0: entirely too hot for a Belgian triple.
1: Yeah. I was like, great. I have two deliriums and like three other Belgian triples in here. I'm like, I'm not drinking any of these right now. So I'm drinking a
0: cider. I mean, I'm in, uh, in isolation, delirium. Very, very good. I love delirium.
2: Oh, indeed. It's great. Last week when it was 50 degrees outside, it was the right weather for would them. have been
1: fine. Um no, I'm dr- I don't think I've well like I, I think this might be the first time I'm drinking a cider on the show, that might not be true. listeners I
0: think I yeah, have before, I think. Yeah. One it of the earlier ones, I think. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> um anyway, I'm drinking Revernats hard cider. They're Viva La Pineapple, speaking of pineapple. Um and it's really good and it's 6% and it's their seasonal release. And they are here in Portland and Reverend Nat makes Reverend Nat's makes really, really good pineapple. It's Ooh, cool. it's like the driest pineapple cider I've ever had. Ooh, that and I sounds mean that delicious. like a good way. So, that sounds amazing. Six like, percent
0: that's pre- that's pretty good kick for a pineapple cider or for a yeah, cider like that.
1: It's uh like if it wasn't Reverend Nat's and I had any other pineapple cider, I don't think I've ever had... Th- I haven't had this one. Um, if it was any other pineapple cider that was in the fridge, like I would have had the Belgian Triple instead because most of them are undrinkable to me. They're like just way too sweet. Yeah. Um, but this one's really good. I'm go- I'll am i have to
0: write that one down and try and track it down because I have the same problem with ciders. They just come out too yeah. sweet for me.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. This is sweet. It's still sweet. It's just that like pineapple ciders tend to be like the sweetest of the sweet of the ciders um but it's really good i think it's pretty well balanced like it's just it's kind of more like a balanced tart sweet at the end so mm-hmm. that's good well, that is um manda do you want to tell us what you're drinking before i, I let brian finish his <laughs> th- thought sure, yeah I of will of when i interrupted i sorry brian i was like I wait I for- we forgot to do something i knew the top of the show was too short that's what it
2: is. I am drinking um, Ecliptic Brewing, which is also a Portland brewery. Yeah, we they're, love Ecliptic. Their Cosmic Collaboration Nectarine Sour Ale. Um, I lived in Berlin for a year and a half. And when I was in Berlin, home of the brilliant Berliner Weiss Sour Beer, I also lived around the corner from a Belgian bar. And I could walk into the Belgian bar and tell the Belgian bartender, I want whatever the most sour thing you have right now is, and he would bring it to me. So I have this love, love relationship with sour beer. And here in the Northwest, it is not really a thing right now. So I'm very fortunate that every now and then my local PCC will find a sour and stock up on it. And I think they think a lot of people are buying them when really it's just me. I'm hoarding (laughs) sour beer at this point, which is fine. But this one is delicious and it's not the kind of sour that only I and the Belgians like. I would definitely say if you are wading into sour beer for the first time. It might be worth a try. Uh, it's 8.2% alcohol by volume. So uh, it does what it needs to do. And uh, it's got astronauts on it. So that makes me happy.
1: Yeah. I feel like I've like g- gone through ecliptic. Because, of course, I have. It's space-themed beer here in Portland. And I actually... Uh, so I moved... We moved out of our apartment. And that's why we're getting a dog. Because I always said when we move into a house with a fence... We can get a dog, and now I live like real close to Ecliptic, like closer than I realized. Like I know where it is, and I know where I live, but somehow the first time I went there, I was like, "Oh my god, this is like really close." <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's that's really one of my favorite breweries. They have like such amazing, wonderful outdoor space it just oh, like goes tell. on for miles. It I'm in Portland but. announcing
2: Roller Derby on Saturday and uh, I intend to buy a great deal of this beer with the um yeah. delightful 0% sales tax they have for me down in Oregon. It and, is wonderful. Uh, I'm going to be trafficking sour beer back to Seattle. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if if you have a chance to stop by the brewery, they usually have like a bunch of different so they do like the the I think it's all pretty similar bases. I'm not like I like sour beers, but I'm not as knowledgeable about them as I am in some other styles. But um, I know they do like the peach sour, the nectarine sour, which is the one that you're drinking. And they do like a bunch of like different fruit sours that I think are all like that base. I think we actually have one in the fridge right now. It's the peach. <laughs> Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, we do have something else. But that one wasn't mine to drink, so that was part of it.
2: <laughs> well, good for you for not, like, stealing anyone else's beer. Uh,
1: I'm pretty sure this cider was, like, brought to my house. It, or that, or I'm drinking my roommate's girlfriend's beer, but, like, it's fine. <laughs> that that I'm that I'm fine with. I can replace it before she comes back to the house. <laughs> if I'm drinking my roommate's beer, that's m- more consequential, because right. she'll be they home, will like, be ba- soon. will
2: yeah. <laughs> be back to the house today. Yeah.
1: <laughs> exactly okay thank you brian for letting us interrupt you i forgot to do that
0: at the top <laughs> you you are you're most welcome uh, of course uh we can't talk about galaxy's edge without talking about blue milk um ah! it's honestly kind of chalky by itself it's uh oh, that's sad it's 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 not quite uh it's not quite universal's butterbeer let's put it that way um There is a version that I do like, though. You can get it at Disney World. Unfortunately, not Disneyland, but Disney World, you can get it with rum. And that just brings the whole thing together.
2: That's amazing. Uh, Delicious Disney things with rum added to them was sort of my brand on my trip to Anaheim last fall. So, yeah, the idea of getting the blue milk with rum in it thrills me.
0: If it works for Dole Whip, it works for blue milk.
2: That's darn tootin'. And I actually really love that the blue milk and the green milk are made with a non-dairy milk base, Yeah. both because the idea of dairy in your stomach on a 95 degree day just doesn't sit well with me. And also because I have a child with a dairy sensitivity. And if one of the featured non-alcoholic drinks was something (laughs) that was not fizzy, because he won't drink anything fizzy, uh, but also something he couldn't have, that would put a downer on a disney trip so i really appreciate that they went there and they made it coconut milk based i mean i'm sad it's chalky but uh i love that it exists in its current incarnation and shout out to disney for caring about kids with food allergies
0: well the the good news i i can forgive the chalkiness because it is an extremely cold drink oh, <laughs> and nice. yeah. that that is exactly oh. what is needed
1: there Um, And I feel like chalkiness might be something that they might be able to solve, like if they get that feedback, because like coconut milk can sometimes tend to be chalky. Yeah. So if it's a coconut milk base, that doesn't totally surprise me. They I'm sure they'll be able to like do something with that or like blend a little coconut milk with maybe like a little oat milk or some other.
0: Yeah. If they can do something to just cut down on the chalky, slightly gritty texture, they it's it'll be a lot better. Yeah. Or just put more rum in it.
1: Do you hear that, Disney?
2: Or just put more rum in it.
0: I yes. can forgive I mean, a lot of things if there's more rum in it.
1: <laughs> I just like love adding alcohol to other alcohol. I think it's one of the funniest, best things ever. I'll talk. I'll, uh, since Quinn hasn't been on, Quinn, my partner, hasn't been on this podcast yet, I'll, uh, I'll talk about his like favorite summer alcohol added to alcohol when I get, when we get down to May. <laughs> Yo, dog. He I... <laughs> has one that he loves. And it's since it's August, it's, alcohol added to other alcohol
0: yo dog i heard you like alcohol so we added alcohol to your alcohol (laughs) so you can have alcohol with your alcohol that's right that's
2: that sounds like the Tashi station experience at celebration chicago Mm you know
1: what we've got we have fun and we won't apologize for it
0: (laughs) damn right damn right
1: um what else have you been
0: drinking brian okay so outside of galaxy's edge um I've kind of gotten on a boulevard kick. I've really enjoyed a lot of the stuff they they had. Um, The last thing I had from them was uh, their six glass Belgian quad ale. I know terrible for the summer, but I'm drinking it inside where it's nice and air conditioned. So that's another story. Uh, Dark amber, caramel malt, some fruit tones. It's a really good quad. Uh, So if you can track that down, I absolutely would get some. That sounds amazing.
2: Yeah, I would drink that. Ten out of ten would drink that.
0: Uh, also, ten on the ABV. Yay! <laughs> so you only need you only need a couple it, of those to feel to feel nice and uh, nice and buzzed.
1: Is it kind of like strong ale presenting?
0: Yeah, very strong ale presenting. Okay. Uh, so it's it it's a it's a dark it's a heavy heavy beer, and it like tastes boozy. Uh, it's, it's got a little bit of a boozy taste to it. Not as much as I was expecting, uh, from a beer like this though. So they did a really good job, uh, kind of tempering how strong it tastes.
1: Yeah, that's interesting. Cause when I see quad ale, I'm, I'm like, honestly thinking it's going to be more in like the 11 and a half, 12 range. <laughs> so I bet they, there's a good chance they probably did that on purpose to try to make it taste a little bit less like
0: gasoline. <laughs> A little less like cough <laughs> but it, syrup.
1: But it's, I mean, that's good. I mean, like testing it to
0: the, to, uh, the brewers there. Yeah. Uh, they, they found something really surprisingly balanced for how strong it is. So, uh, yeah. that's one that's going to go on my regular rotation. Um, that's awesome. something that wasn't as balanced though, uh, funky <laughs> Buddha's uh margarita goes now. I like goes, I like sour beers, but Throw a sour into a tequila barrel uh to age, then it just becomes a little much. I'll put alcohol in your alcohol. I, I agree. <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> I agree but when it's you. a barrel
2: situation, it either uh, is like a, no a classic know. and refined whatever, or it's just like contamination. And well, it sounds like it was contaminated.
1: And I I can't imagine something like I don't know that I've had a tequila barrel-aged anything I'm not sure it's a great idea yeah because I'm like tequila is so strong on the nose and that's what like barrel-aged beers tend to be so strong on the nose with whatever they were aged in
0: Mm -hmm. and I'm like
1: I feel like that would just make me gag and I like tequila
0: Yeah. Yeah, Like
2: like barrel age the tequila in the tequila barrels and then take the wood and smoke some shrimp over it. Like, don't don't try to put it in my beer. (laughs)
0: Yeah. So like a goza is is uh, really in your face. Tequila is really in your face. This is a combination that's just taking a baseball bat to your face. It's not great. Good to know. (laughs) Now, Funky (laughs) Buddha.
1: Have you had their other beer?
0: I I have. Yeah, Um, I've had a bunch of different ones from uh, Funky Buddha. They've got another. uh, They've got a bourbon barrel aged something. I can't remember what it was, but uh, that one was a lot better, a lot better, and a lot more balanced than this one was.
1: Yeah, that tends to bourbon barrels tend to lend themselves to beer a little bit
0: better. Uh, You know, I, I. Bur- bourbon barrel aged might as well be my pumpkin spice. Uh, I'll, gra- I'll <laughs> oh, I will i own it. I'll gravitate same. to it. Oh, uh, it's fine. You I like bourbon barrel aged stuff. And I like a- bourbon. Yeah. I don't care. I love bourbon. You, air- you age a beer in a bourbon barrel. I will try it and I'll probably like it. Exactly. I mean, I found a bourbon barrel aged stout. I like, and I do not like stouts.
2: What? Yeah, I know. Right. That's, I am I'm proud of you for trying it because you are so anti-stout usually.
0: It, it it worked. I mean, uh something about the slight sweet on the bourbon barrel just tempered through the coffee tones I don't really like on a stout. Look at that growth. I know. I we're, we're all growing here. <sighs> oh, okay, awesome. those those have been my adventures. That
1: is great. Um I just got back from Canada. So that was great. I, uh, whenever I'm in Canada, I'm usually drinking, uh, like on a body of water, but I was there for a wedding. So I was actually in Toronto proper. So I got to do a couple of those. Um, the one brewery there that really stood out to me that I hadn't been to, or had of the beer from before, um, was called Bellwoods. Um, and that is just a micro in, uh, Toronto. And couldn't tell you where it is because I don't know enough about Toronto. Um, <laughs> but uh, apparently one of their more uh, popular, like one of their more sought out beers, um, it's called Jelly King, which is a sour cherry. It presents really um, like this really bright red Um And so I actually didn't, very sacrilege, I actually didn't have that one. They had it on tap, Um, but they're making one right now. Speaking of pineapple, they're making one with pineapple, tangerine, and grapefruit um, with kind of the same base, but with those fruits instead. Um, And it's funny, if you follow follow the brew house on Twitter, I always put my untaps up there. And um, the... (laughs) what i oh, the note that i wrote is uh this would be a problem if i could get it at home because
0: it's just su- <laughs> it's just yeah. super
1: drinkable um and like really refreshing but super well balanced like I-, I thought it was going to taste weird with like the pineapple tangerine and grapefruit i was like is this just going to like are, are you would think that they would just kind of be fighting each other um but i really really enjoyed it i thought it was really well balanced it was super tart on the edge so like on the on the back end, um, which really really balanced out like that pineapple really well. That it was uh it was very good. <laughs> I want to go to
2: Canada now.
1: I know it was. I it's was right say, up the road. I'm. <laughs> it sure is. No, I I know. Um, I know. I really want to go to Vancouver and drink all the beer there. It's it's on my list. Take um, the train
2: as far as Seattle. I'll come pick you up.
1: What a, g- what a great idea. I know. The, that train's not that bad except for it's horrible. It somehow takes like five and a half hours. And I'm like, I should have just driven. Um, but also, I guess I got to sleep. It's I have a complicated relationship with that train. Um, <laughs> uh, and so that was my favorite thing that I drank in Canada, other than like, so it was a wedding, so I had like uh, 50,000 steam whistles. If you're not familiar with steam whistle, um, they... Say, so they're, a uh, another brewery in Toronto and they're pretty old. Um, they're kind of right downtown there, right across the street from, um, where the Blue Jays play. Boo. Um, but, uh, their whole thing is like, we make one beer really, really well. They just make, make a Pilsner. Um, So that was their thing for a really, really long time. Um, And now apparently they're making an ale. So they're like, we do two things really, really well. Um, I did not have the ale. I just had the Pilsner. Uh, I always just have the Pilsner. Um, It's just a great summer beer. It's always a thousand degrees in Toronto, which is why we always try to go up north to a lake um, and jump in it instead of walking around the city and sweating. But um, had a million billion of those at the wedding. So that was great and fun. Um, and so I just got into t- back in town, um, recently in the last few days here, but, uh, our local, um, bottle shop, whatever tap room, um, Imperial, which is funny. Cause it has like the don't tell Disney. It has like the Imperial logo, like in the bottom of their, like etched into the bottom of their glasses. So it's like super subtle, but wonderful um <laughs> they had like a degard block 15 uh collaboration and i had that yesterday and it was so good so it sounds like they do a bit of that it's so um there's like a fall amusement a spring amusement blah 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 anyway this is the summer it's called summer amusement for um for this summer and it's a Saison and it was a uh, very, very good would have again. I bet if I went back there today, the keg would be tapped because that's like all everybody was drinking. So uh, I think it was, you know, kind of one of those limited releases as far as the the kegs and the bottling was concerned. But, you know, I'll drink anything from DeGarde, of course, because I'm not a dum-dum. Um, <laughs> but uh <laughs> Since we're since we brought up alcohol and alcohol earlier, uh, I'll plug my partner's favorite summer drink, which is a Steagle Radler, like a grapefruit Radler, and then he either adds a shot of tequila or a shot of gin.
2: <laughs> oh, and I, mean, I, I could... personally would put rum in that, but I can <laughs> I, could, I could I could get behind either of those. Yeah, I
0: could yeah. totally do a Radler oh, with it's a, so good. especially a gin. I think. Oh, uh, yeah, with gin. I think I... that. A little, a little bit of bitter there to uh, compliment the sweetness on the Rattler. Yeah, I could, I could do that.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it's really funny because like he used to be very bashful about ordering it, and then a few times he's like ordered it at, at you know some of our uh, kind of middle of the road you know divey presenting bars, and all the bartenders are like, oh, don't ever feel feel bashful about like doing that. That's what we all drink. Like that's our favorite thing to get. So. <laughs> I'm like, yes, Quinn live, live your best life. <laughs> so just, uh, if you're looking well, and the reason to add a shot, if you're wondering like, okay, how much alcohol is in a Radler? So it's, it's basically like soda mixed with, uh, like a malted li- liquor. Cause it's American. We're not allowed to put anything real in anything. Um, but it only comes in at like 3.2 alcohol by volume. So it's very low alcohol, um, low alcohol substance. And then once you throw a shot of something in it, it becomes much better. I learned
2: <laughs> yeah. I learned about Radler in Berlin. I would never yes. have like tried it. But uh, they sell it at the movie theater. And um, it turns oh, yeah. out if you want to drink while watching The Force Awakens, because you need that buffer by the end of the movie or else you are well even so you're a sobbing mess on the floor of the cinema um Always. but you also want to eat gummy bears because haribo is its own special kingdom in germany radler is the beer that is good with gummy bears oh hell yeah so, so radler and haribo was like my movie theater comfort snack
1: yep that sounds right how i
2: survived rogue one like
1: oh my god yeah that yep that all sounds right yep um so that's nothing too exciting for me but anytime to lets me have anything here in portland and i don't have to wait in line for it it's a a blessing um amanda what have you been drinking uh
2: so we had a little cold snap like a week or so ago and it was miserable because i'm like no i just want august to be august can the cold wait for september but the nice thing was I really wanted super dark beer because that's what I want to drink when it starts to get cold. I want to feel like I'm at Hogwarts and drink stout. <laughs> but uh, one of my favorite stouts, yeah, I'm a beer weirdo. I like porter and stout and things that might as well be a steak dinner in a glass. And then I like really bright, sour, fruity things uh, and very little in between. But so the the weather got cold for a hot minute and I wanted a stout. And the nice thing is one of my favorite stouts is actually only brewed usually in the summer. And that's the High Water Campfire Stout. It literally tastes like s'mores. And uh, um, so I, was able, I was able to get my hands on some of that. And uh, also, Iron Horse has been kind enough to make a deal with Costco that I can now get Irish death at Costco. God that knows. sounds
0: really dangerous.
2: It's wonderful. I mean, it's in cans, and it's great because my neighbor and I, uh, we live in a neighborhood where there are three six-year-olds and two three-year-olds, and all of them have their own Power Wheels vehicle, so we wind up all sitting out in our front yards a lot watching the children drive their cars, and since we're not driving... We can drink beer while we do that. So my neighbor and I, we sort of rotate who buys the case of Irish Death at Costco. Uh, so that has been that has been happening, especially on the cold days. Also, because it is summer and I love a sour beer, um, I I laugh because Brian hated this so much. But our local uh, Total Wine got in some Victory Brewing Sour Monkey.
0: No, I like Sour Monkey. Oh, wait. Oh, sour Monkey. Oh, sorry. Gold Monkey. Monkey. I like Sour Monkey. No, not Sour so much. Monkey,
2: you hate it. And I was like, I drank a lot of it. Again, I think uh, they think they're selling it to a lot of people, but instead they're just <laughs> selling a lot of it to me. Hashtag and that- Total Wine. <laughs> love them to pieces and then um also i mean when it is hot when it is summery and someday brian i will get nancy to try this and she will understand that there is a beer she likes um any of the good lindemans the cherry lambic the uh, raspberry lambic i really like a a thing that is basically carbonated kool-aid but also will get you drunk if you drink i do think she would like a
0: cherry lambic
2: I think she would. It tastes like a Cherry Jolly Rancher.
0: It's so good. so
2: good. So I've been doing that. And uh, my husband used to think he did not like beer. And it turns out it is because he is from a part of Long Island where everything they got was a crappy InBev product. Um, He thought that Budweiser was as good as he was ever going to do. And then we lived in Germany. And so now there's a lot of. (laughs) That's the thing. He wouldn't try beer in Seattle because he didn't quite understand what I was talking about. But I was like, no, there is good beer. Until we went to Germany and the beer was cheaper than the water. At which point his frugality went out and he tried beer, real beer, and was like, oh, oh, I understand. It's just good. <laughs> so we always have... Uh, Some sort of good uh, Belgian wit or Hefeweizen. We always have some nice summery something in the house. So like I've been drinking a lot of Blue Moon, a lot of Pyramid, just because that's like your generic supermarket stuff that we never run out of. Also available at Costco. Oh, hell
1: yeah.
0: Your Costco's have so many more beer options than my Costco does.
2: Seattle Costco is the original Costco, and why, yes, yep. yes. You actually go to lit. the original one in Kirkland quite often. It's right by where know goes to kindergarten, and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the beer aisle is is epic. I think of you, actually, as I walk down the beer aisle sometimes, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> you had a couple is... of Costco on your next visit.
1: That is so lit. Um, oh, what was I... Oh, I had a thing that I was going to say. Oh, I went to. Uh, so so in Canada, Blue Moon is called Belgian Moon, which makes me laugh so sure. much. Um, but I went to, to their brewery and got like one beer because it was like the middle of the day on a Friday. And I was like, where is everyone? And I was like, oh, they're at work. <laughs> so I went and had one of those at like eleven thirty.
2: Oh my <laughs> word, You just described my life. Like, oh Where right, everyone.
1: Oh, oh yes, it's, pr- it's the day. okay <laughs> So anyway, yes, I I had a nice Belgian moon.
2: <laughs> That's amazing.
0: Uh very nice. <laughs> Should we talk about sports? I as guess. Much- I guess we should talk about sports. I've not been having a good run of sports. My sports have not been great. Uh, s- when are your sports great, Brian? <laughs> there have been good stretches. Um, unfortunately, as, as far as the Sounders go, it turns out when an injury forces the league's best center back t- ever to retire, uh, your defense starts to suck, and then your whole team starts to suck. Um, so yeah, central defense is important. That's today's lesson. You
1: think? I've heard that before about
0: soccer. Uh, Who knew knew that center backs are important to not conceding goals? Uh, Yeah, so the Sounders are in the home stretch. They're still in playoff position. um, But (laughs) if they don't get uh, their defense sorted out, it's going to be over very quick. Hooray. And, well... um, Oh, the Sounders do have a new ownership group. They got rid of uh, Joe Roth. Yay. I'm kind of glad that uh, somewhat racist guy is out. And a whole bunch of uh, local owners have stepped up, including one Russell Wilson.
2: Yeah, yeah, that that got me excited.
0: Hell yeah. That got
2: me excited. Uh, Mostly because I love Russell Wilson and everything about that man. And I love that he is making more and more ties to the community up here. I feel like even if he does not finish his football career here which he may because please please don't ever let Russell Wilson leave um I feel like he's really building a home here and I love that and Seattle loves him
0: I and I like I like the I like teams that have such local ownership ties um I know it didn't work out that well for the Sonics before they left but uh
2: wah, wah.
0: Uh, I, I like it in this case just because I trust Adrian Hanauer a whole lot more than I could ever trust Howard Schultz. Fuck you, Howard no Schultz. No one
2: should trust Howard Schultz, unless you want him to make you a good cup of coffee. He could probably arrange for a good cup of coffee. Eh. Otherwise, don't trust Howard Schultz.
0: Yeah, um, get bent, Howard Schultz. Uh, <laughs> never forgiving you. <laughs> Damn. I'm giving you the bird. You can't see it right now, but double bird oh, but for you, I Howard Schultz. It.
2: I feel it through the through the airwaves.
0: Uh, and the Mariners are the Mariners. But hey, at least 15 years late, they finally committed to a rebuild.
2: And <laughs> you know, know what? <laughs> the Mariners are still the place in Seattle with the best queso. So really, it's worth the price right. of admission to sit in the sun and eat queso and garlic fries and drink beer. While some people attempt to play baseball in your vicinity,
0: that is some damn fine queso. They serve it. Uh, they serve queso. it. Safeco Field.
2: Oh, it's T-Mobile Park now.
0: Oh, that's right. It's T-Mobile oh, God. Park.
2: Wait until you see the sign. The sign is terrible. It's like they spent all their money on naming rights and forgot they were going to also have to buy a sign. It's
1: oh, like the T-Mobile. Fantastic.
2: It's, it's tiny. T- it's paltry.
1: Also, like the T-Mobile logo sucks. So I get that. It's, it's not a good-looking thing. logo.
2: No, and the Safeco logo like had the Mariners logo built into it, like it was great. I'm kind of mad at Safeco for giving up the naming rights because the new sign is just not up to the snuff.
0: Yeah, that's disappointing. Disappointing team, disappointing <laughs> logo on the stadium. Great. <laughs> Yay! Uh, that's my sports update. Woo! Yay! Premier League's back. Hooray! Ooh, that
1: is hooray. We love soccer in this podcast. Um, in this podcast, we respect <laughs> and love soccer. That's right. And also um, men's soccer. Yes, men's soccer. <laughs> and also women's soccer. <laughs> um, uh, man, you won their first game. I don't understand how that happened, but I wasn't watching because I was at a brunch for the wedding shit, so now I can't watch for the rest of the season, so that's great. Um, uh, the Red Sox are not going to make the playoffs, so that's... They're just limping, l- limping into October. We don't need to talk about it. Um, exciting soccer stuff. Uh, the Thorns look great. The Thorns just beat North Carolina 2-1 um, to one at... Both of those goals were own goals by North Carolina. So Oof. that they're, they're like, they're like, I don't want to say they're bigger rivals than Seattle, but they are. Cause they came to Portland and then beat us in a championship in our place of play. And we hate them. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but the, the other cool things about that game um, were that uh, we finally got the attendance record. So I know this is very niche for people who don't follow women's soccer, but um, in the NWSL, which is the National Women's Soccer League, which is, like, where all of those players who played in the World Cup, um, for the most part, play here in the U.S., um, for the longest time, uh, even though the Portland Thorns uh, have had, like, the highest average attendance by, like, a fuck ton, like, a ton ton you have you really
2: have (laughs) um
1: we haven't had the record for like the biggest crowd orlando has that orlando had that before we got our stadium expanded for the very first orlando pride game ever played um so we've always been like pissed about that because we're like yes great good job having that many people come but Now we're like beating you in attendance average by like 10,000 every game or something like that. (laughs) So we got the sell; we sold out all of the seats in the new state in the expanded part of the stadium. And now we have the record for, uh, attendance. So that makes all of us fucking Thorns fans really happy. I know everyone else hates us, but
2: you know what? Like, (laughs) the the thing is like, like, yes, I'm a rain fan and so we hate you, but it was about damn time. Like everybody knew I don't know. that there was like this one shot <laughs> thing with a shit ton of people. And then there is consistent attendance. And like, it was dumb
1: <laughs> that it somebody was else so held dumb. the record. So, was just so salty even about as it. a Seattle fan,
2: like you got to give it to Portland for their attendance. Cause it's, fucking amazing and more people should go be watching soccer
1: yes um and why are there so many playoff teams in the MLS that's my hot take on MLS (laughs) um yes the timbers continue to limp along we're playing like I think four games in a row against uh eastern conference teams so we should be able to steal a shitload of points um (laughs) Which we did against Chicago last
0: night, which I think was a terrible
1: game. I didn't watch it, but we I, ended up winning, but I heard it was terrible.
0: I, um, I like that you're getting all of these Eastern Conference chumps, <laughs> and meanwhile, we're going into the hardest stretch of our schedule with everyone injured.
1: Okay. Rasse, so with no one to play soccer. <laughs> Please re- please remind yourselves that we started the season with, like, a 90,000 g- game away <laughs> That's That is true. Schedule. So, you know what? We're just... We're taking what we can fucking get. Um, <laughs> also, fuck the MLS and their stupid, no political speech goddamn bullshit. Fuck off, Don Garber. Fuck it, all yes. the way off. If you guys uh, don't know what I'm talking about, go google it go google it i don't (laughs) want to really explain it because it makes me really upset and angry and also like it is seemingly like we have to follow those rules at the thorns even though it's like not the obviously not the same league like it's the same ownership group in portland but it's like the same game day rules and they're holding us to the same standard as the mls rules and i'm so angry. Anyway, I'm um, I'm so mad. Uh, yeah. Like these
0: these the, the stupid fucking policies are getting the proud boys showing up at fucking Sounders games to antagonize yep. and real. beat up Sounders fans. It's such bullshit. Yeah, and I I mean I I get the impression from the Sounders front office at least that they don't like these policies, but their hands are just tied. the The yeah. league won't let them do anything about it. And if the Sounders had their way. This wouldn't be a problem, but unfortunately, MLS going to MLS.
1: I know. It's fucking hot bullshit. And as as all, like, anyway, please just go Google it. This is supposed to be like a happy, positive podcast, but I'm just here to say fuck Nazis and fuck fascism and fuck the MLS right now. And that
2: actually is an excellent segue into my getting to talk about sport because... <laughs> My favorite magical lesbian, Megan Rapinoe, is a player for the Rain FC, who I love very much. Uh, their season is just getting started, which is fantastic. And um, shameless plug incoming. September the 29th, the Rain has a home game at Cheney Stadium, which is a new facility for them. Uh, they just moved from the dilapidated and decrepit Memorial Stadium. Jesus, in Memorial Seattle. Stadium
0: was such a shithole.
2: Oh, my word. It was it was the worst. Uh, But I am very pleased to announce that they are doing well at Cheney Stadium. Obviously not Thorns well, uh, but they're having a good time. Bless them for having to play in Tacoma. But uh, on September the 29th, yours truly is going to be their national anthem singer. Oh, fuck yeah. I get to stand on the field and sing the national anthem while Megan Rapinoe takes a fucking knee. And I cannot wait. Same, same.
1: Oh my God. Get all the pictures. I'm so there for
2: that. I am so ready. <sighs> um, I love the Rain FC. I love who they are as a team. I love the players individually. Um, I love that we have an amputee on the team and she runs around kicking ass. And disabled women everywhere get to look at her and say, hey, look, it's not about what you can't do. Um, and little girls everywhere get to look at these professional athletes and see that they too can grow up to be professional athletes and make a living and be awesome. Um, so yeah, I'm super jazzed about that. And I think the rain FC is the actual best. Um, also elsewhere in women's sports. Can we just mention Simone Biles for a minute?
1: Yes, we oh can. I, I, all I've been doing is like asking people that I know, cause I have like some friends weirdly that are very into gymnastics and like, They're not even, like, in each other's spheres, but then, like, I brought them into each other's spheres. It's very funny, anyway. Um, That was very specific, and neither one of those people are listening to this podcast, so good good talk, me. Um, But I've just been like, this is a huge fucking deal, right? Like, she's doing so much fucking crazy shit that, like, not even... I mean, like men have done yeah. what she did on the floor, but like they didn't
2: do what they did on what she did on the beam, though. So. No, sure, uh-uh. the fuck didn't. Um, and yeah. the thing is, it's 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 breaking new ground to gymnastics. So so, slash I was a little gymnast there for a hot minute. I'm from the Mary Lou generation, Ooh. um, and. The reason people don't reach this skill level is that she's 22, which is considered geriatric in gymnastics. So to have the kind of experience and the level of training it takes to even start attempting these skills, every athlete in the history of the sport has pretty much washed out or been injured before they are at the experience level to even start attempting these skills. And Simone Biles was, hold my beer watch this and just turned around and did it and she's amazing and phenomenal and black girl magic and i cannot watch that slow motion video enough times
1: it's incredible shit
0: amazing so So fucking good
1: so good it's crazy if you don't know what we're talking about even if you don't follow gymnastics at all I am um, I would consider myself vaguely casual like I follow people who follow gymnastics on Twitter so I see some of it um, just just go go just actually just like, search for it on Twitter because there's a yeah, bunch of like, be... really good threads of people breaking down why it matters and go go listen to them and not me
2: yeah it's it's amazing and then in in much more mainstream sports news, uh, the weather is getting cold and therefore someone somewhere is playing American football. And uh, <laughs> and some of those people are in Seattle and the the very diehard Seahawks fans are always very excited. Um, but the preseason has started and the preseason doesn't matter. And on both the Seahawks and the New Orleans Saints, which are the two teams that truly have my heart and they have to play each other in week three this year, which is Just not fair. Pomp, pomp. Both teams are playing a roster of folks I have never heard of, and many of whom I will (laughs) never hear of again. So I'm trying not to pay attention. I have no idea if anyone has won or lost. Meanwhile, in the Canadian Football League, the Edmonton Eskimos have a shot at the playoffs.
1: Let's go, Canadian Football (laughs) League.
2: (laughs) (laughs) My neighbor... eskimo obsessed like that kids is have surveys, and we listen to their games on their alexa in their backyard while drinking irish death from costco so yeah your he's, life
1: right now That's
2: i so my, my life thing. does not suck it's true <laughs> there's a lot of alcohol and like neighbors who understand and, yeah oh god bless I'm, I'm looking forward to this football season um the Seahawks have a shot at things as long as Russell Wilson doesn't get hurt, and the Saints have a shot at things as long as Drew Brees doesn't get hurt. So, uh, quarterbacks are important
1: in the NFL, <laughs> very much so. Hot take <laughs> that is great. Sports, uh, should we go back to talking about beer? I love how we do like a beer and sports sandwich on this
0: podcast.
1: I mean it's the best it, kind it makes of sense, sandwiches right? are delicious and that's a great
0: sandwich it is it's probably my favorite sandwich
2: damn it now
1: i want a sandwich oh my
0: god same i, I know i want just a sandwich. Uh,
1: yeah a little a little behind the curtain i just uh i just texted uh kate from book wars pod to be like can we push back because i'm recording that after this i was like can we push back so i can eat something instead of just probably opening a Belgian triple right after this. (laughs) Jesus, are you recording another in a bottle? Are you recording another
0: podcast right after this?
1: Well yeah, it was supposed to be like tangentially right after this. But like I said it would be good if I could eat.
0: (laughs) Probably. (laughs) So if we could do it a
1: little bit later, that would also be good. (laughs) The funny thing about that is Miranda who's in my time zone is really the one that I have to ask about it, even though Kate and Chris like are an hour ahead of us. Obviously, they just like stay up late, and me and Miranda go to bed at like like nine. So th- <laughs> she's really the one that I have to clear. Up I with, mean, I so. well, I it's I Only
2: get, one I get hour them. as we sit here talking to our friend on the east coast.
0: <laughs> I get that if I weren't recording <laughs> I right now, I'd already be in bed. I am that lame person. Oh no, that's not lame. That's amazing. Listen, let I, let I us like sleep.
2: Back. Let us hearken back to the days of the Thrawn cast when I lived in Germany and got up at three a.m. to podcast. <laughs>
1: Yo, it be like that sometimes. That's like part of why I quit my job. So we didn't have to fucking keep podcasting <laughs> from goddamn Denmark.
2: <laughs> it was great, though. I would have my little like orange Fanta Zero and my snack. And and it was 3 a.m. And I got up and podcasted and went back to bed. It was amazing.
1: Oh, it be like that. It be
2: like that. All the right. things we do for Star Wars.
1: Oh, no. All right, let's, let's make, make our first heavy let's make our first really heavy beer. Have we had a stout on here yet? I mean, I don't want to put words in your mouth, Amanda, uh, but I, I think that's what
0: we're making. I think uh, Chris made a stout. No, he made a Did he make a stout or a porter? He made something something heavy. heavy. Okay. He made true. a dark thing. Okay. Are you making yeah. a dark thing? We can talk about it. Well, let's choose a th- let's choose a thematic thing first. <laughs> right.
1: So
2: so my first try at this was I was like, "Oh, Princess Leia Lambic," and Brian was like, "I don't think I can do a Lambic."
1: <laughs> well, he's cause like, it's a whole different, again. a whole different yeast situation. Exactly, so. exactly what
2: he said. And then like he's trying to explain beer science to me when I am approximately two and a half sheets to the wind at Celebration Chicago in the Marriott <laughs> bar. So I'm like, "Okay, we'll do a stout or a porter." We'll do something dark. We'll do the dark side. How
1: relatable. I wasn't there, but I'm picturing it so vividly.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I get really animated about beer science, okay? Not me. And it's fantastic.
2: And bless Nancy, who was newly pregnant and not telling anybody, but sober as anyone could possibly be, and then having to listen to us.
1: She's probably like stopped asking him about beer science. He's never uh, gonna I stop. I believe
2: she was like, "I'm going to the room for a minute. I'll be right back." <laughs> I mean, uh, that—that's
0: f- That's an entirely fair reaction she has to me, regardless of my level of sobriety. <laughs> I gotta go. (laughs) Okay, so what's the thing? Bless our partners, all of us. (laughs) So
2: I saw in the show notes, which have now vanished, something about a beer based on Wicked. Oh, that was uh, our last um, guest, uh, Dave. That's adorable. So um, I do think that... that in the, in the tradition of the campfire stout that I have been enjoying, and the idea that the word wicket was in here, and uh, as an homage to Forces of Destiny, which is the theme of the office in which I currently sit, I think we need to make a does it come with a spear stout.
1: Amazing. <laughs> does I it come it. with a spear
0: stout? Okay. Does
2: it come with a spear?
0: So obviously then we're going to be doing an imperial stout.
1: <laughs> yes. Oh, yes.
0: Okay, so uh, we got the Pico Freestyle Crafter up here now, um, and and, uh, you may want to pull up the ingredient sheet a little further down the show notes there. Uh, But an Imperial Stout is, the base recipe uh, uses a lot of American two-row, a lot of Crystal 120 to get that really dark look, a lot of roasted barley, and a lot of chocolate malt to get you that, uh, to get you that, stouty coffee flavor so uh it is
2: delicious with roasted bucket head
0: <laughs> uh so uh the base recipe for this is it's seven uh, 77 abv 65 ibu so pretty bitter and 83 srm and a whole metric fuck ton of gravity it's a heavy beer yes
2: yes <laughs> i'm very excited by this
1: She's very if you couldn't tell, she's very excited by this. I'm very
2: excited. You like how I, I make the, the noise and then I narrate. Can you tell I've been like head down on a manuscript all day?
1: <laughs> <laughs> she yelled yes and then she yelled yes.
0: <laughs> okay, so the first thing we can do here is modify our grains layout. Um so it uses 72 ounces of American two row pail, uh, six ounces of Crystal 120, 10 ounces of roasted barley, six ounces of chocolate mar- malt. So I guess the question is, how far in do we want to lean into the stouty, stout, stout, stoutiness of this?
2: I mean, I feel like we need more chocolate.
0: I had a feeling that was where you were gonna want to go with that. Okay, so let's see how much more chocolate we can add. So I can take, I can take uh, without adjusting anything else. We can take this up to eight ounces of chocolate uh, malt in here, uh, and that gives us a heavy, high ABV stout. Deep black, very bitter, with fi- flavors of citrus, tropical fruit, and spice. Um, we can take away some of the turo and go even heavier on the chocolate if you want.
2: I would take away some of the turo and go a little heavier on the oats, actually. Okay,
0: so a little more on the roasted barley. Let's see here. So it's
2: telling me here that the, uh, the flaked oats add the, the protein haze and uh, I'm a little extra of that. So. Okay.
0: So let's see here. Uh, okay. So I brought, the Ameri- I brought the two row down to 68 ounces and brought the roasted barley up to 13 and a half. Uh, so we're at a hefty and strong stout. Um, it's very dark, very bitter. Um and I actually might be able Just to Just
2: like Leia's attitude toward the Empire. <laughs> I and I can
0: actually add another half ounce of uh, chocolate to this layout if you'd like.
2: Of course I'd like.
0: Okay, so our I our current grain layout, and this might be where we stay with it. 68 ounces of American Two Row, six ounces of Crystal 120 for that really dark color. Thirteen and a half ounces of roasted barley, eight and a half ounces of chocolate malt. Um, the descriptor right now is uh, bit a big, strong stout, deep black, very bitter, uh, with flavors of black coffee, tropical fruit, and spice.
2: I love it. That is that is exactly the attitude Leia gave Luke when he said Darth Vader is our father. She was very dark and bitter, <laughs> all about it.
0: Um, I'm just going to say right now, you're going to have to go buy your own pico to test this one because I'm not going to. <laughs>
2: Uh, I might, we have I looked might. at it. Several- oh, well, if you do, I'll be, I mean, I will come down to Portland. We Perfect. will make an event we of it and, it and together. I will come taste I will come taste it with you. We will I'll absolutely do that. We will, we will live stream it on Twitter.
0: Okay. Um. So, oh my God, the numbers on this. So 7.8 ABV. Yeah, this is a strong one. 65 IBU. It's bitter. Um, but holy shit. The SRM is 101.
2: That's the ticket. That is
0: one dark beer.
2: Yes, I'm very pleased.
0: I'm pleased. That's black hole dark.
2: Yes, it is so dark that Anish Kapoor is trying to copyright it. (laughs) That's
0: a good one. Okay, hops, hops. So, um, this thing has a really complex hop profile uh, just as default. Um... It uses uh, it uses 1.2 ounces of Summit as bittering, um, 0.2 ounces of Cascade as flavor, and 0.3 ounces of Citra as aroma. Now, uh, do you have the uh, ingredient sheet pulled up? I do. Okay, so there's a hops tab down there. Is anything on the uh, ingredient sheets for the hops tab catching your attention?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: See, so that is that is a lot of summit in the bittering
2: i i think it's a bit much actually
0: okay yeah on and on it let's
2: let's lower that
0: yes because summit does bring in some citrusy grapefruity notes i don't know if you want a whole lot of fruit and fruit tones in this
2: i i think too much fruit is gonna spoil the batch so yeah let's uh <laughs>
0: Okay, so I'm taking it down to 0.8 ounces, and that brings the IBU down to f- IBU down to 45, so it's not really that bitter anymore, so we want to pick out something um, to bring that bitterness back up. Uh, let's see here. What would be good here? Whoops.
2: I have a pop-up trying to get me to change browsers. Uh, all right, there we go. Now I can see. Um, do we just want to bump up the centennial a little? Uh,
0: we can add centennial. Yeah. Um, let's see. Well, that, that one does have a little bit of a floral citrus thing to it. Uh, but it does, it is a, it is a, it's a somewhat of a spicy, clean, bittering flavor. So I was going to say it should be pretty overwhelmed by what's in there already. Yeah. Just as
1: far as like overwhelmingness.
2: Yeah, I see the word spicy, and I think that would make it, that would be interesting, as opposed to something that's really fruity.
0: Okay, so let's see what happens if we add a couple bits of centennial to this. Uh, So... We're still getting some tropical fruit and floral, but I'm still really curious about the spicy tones in there. Um, it's This is currently sitting with 0.5 ounces of Centennial at 70 IBU, so whatever sweet tones might be in there are going to get drowned out by how bitter it is.
2: Yeah, I think we're probably good then.
0: Okay, so let's see. That looks good. Um Anything we want to adjust on the flavoring instead of just the bittering. And I should have grabbed my the hops book I bought last week to get some more details <laughs> on these. I'm gonna have to update this sheet with uh, with that info I've gotten in that book. Um, I'd say definitely avoid Amarillo in this, even though it's one of my favorites.
2: <laughs> yeah, Dang. yeah, we're not we're not going near that stuff. Um, no, I think it's good. I think a little Centennial along with what it was. Yeah, I think we're good. Okay, I think we're happy.
0: Okay, so yeah, the the uh, profile there looks pretty good. Um, let's see. So let's see. So the flavor setup right now is point two ounces of Cascade, point 0.1 ounces of Centennial. Um, so and the descriptor is massive high ABV. Dark black coffee, floral and spice notes. So that's that sounds Perfect. like uh, that sounds like the uh, stout you're, you were going for.
2: That sounds amazing.
0: Okay, so the yeast that's shipping with this one is an American ale yeast, um, commonly used with uh, stouts like this. Uh, and let's see, dry hop. So I don't think this beer needs a dry hop phase.
2: Not at all. No, it really does not. <laughs>
1: This is just like so the opposite of what me and Brian usually Oh, my make. God. It's yeah, this so is funny. If
0: if there was a mirror universe, me making a beer, this would be it.
2: <laughs> Hi, villains are my brand. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. So, uh, listeners, if you make this one at home, let me know how it turns out, because I'm not making this one.
2: You're going to email me the recipe, though, because we have been looking at the up Brew system for a while.
1: Get
0: it. And.
2: uh. And, uh Honestly the the issue right now is where the heck am I going to put it? So, I already own so many kitchen gadgets that I honestly <laughs> don't know I don't have any space in my kitchen.
0: So I uh, I'm not sure if you saw but Pico Brew is gearing up to launch um oh what what, what is it called? Uh They've got a, they've got a new appliance uh, in the works. here. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, Oh, the multi brew. Um, so this is a, this is kind of what, uh, they envisioned the Pico U uh, product to be that they, um, that they canceled. And this is going to be Pico brews all in one brewing solution. So beer, kombucha, coffee, uh, um, yeah, you name it, it does it. Uh, I'm, I don't know when it's going to launch yet. Yeah, but uh, it looks
1: more like a Keurig, if I'm like remembering correctly. It looks like a fancy Keurig, uh, it, it, rather an than extremely like, fancy lots,
0: Keurig. <laughs> yeah,
1: rather than like a thing with barrels and other things to connect to other things. Yeah, so, but it should be like all in one, which is exciting. Yeah, so I would I, clean off my
2: coffee corner and put in a very fancy Keurig <laughs> that also makes beer in a hot second.
0: Yes, yeah. So I don't know when this thing is going to release, unfortunately. Um, I. Pico Brew is selling uh the Pico C for about 200 bucks right now. Uh it's not as big as you think it might be. Um it's still very much a countertop appliance that fits well in our kitchen. Uh but if you really do need something s- with a smaller footprint, uh the multi brew is probably going to be it for you.
2: Dear Santa. <laughs> I would like a Princess Leia Barbie doll and a multi
0: <laughs> And boy, hey, Pico, if you're listening, I'd love to test one of these things for you. Yeah, same. Indeed.
2: <laughs> and Brian, you have to save this recipe. I mean, not only email it to me, which you must do. Oh, yes. But you should save it because the next time I come to Orlando, I will warn you ahead of time. And then we can make it, and I will just sit in your living room and drink the whole thing, and you can My videotape self. it for comedy gold, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I promise not to drown in your pool.
0: Uh, lovely. So, um, uh, actually, what what we do with every one of the recipes we make, um, and listeners, you can you can go to uh, TashiStation.net, and we have a post for each episode, and uh, we do write the recipes out there so you can plug it into the Freestyle Crafter as well. Um, so, let's see. We're not doing any dry hopping here because dear god this thing's already a monster that would
2: be wrong
0: yeah this this thing's already a monster it does it doesn't need any more so there we go we have we've got the grain set we got the hop set uh yeast is selected so this recipe is finished uh what are we naming this thing
2: does it come with a spear
0: does it come with a spear that's right hang on that's right does it come with a spear (laughs) No, She's
1: way ahead of us. It's like she's a writer. <laughs> and she thought of this
0: earlier. Does it come with a spear? Perfect. Okay. So, listeners, we will have that recipe up on the blog. So you can get that one along with every other recipe we've done. Um, and, uh, yeah. all This one's all you. <laughs> this one's all you. I... I, I I'm out on this one. Uh, I cu- I couldn't even do Chris's weird Franken beer, Franken porter. I'm <laughs> definitely not doing this one.
1: Yeah, Chris's Porter is fucked up. You're right. I forgot about that. I didn't think it wasn't. F- I like blacked it out. I think <laughs> I, I I remember I, that episode and it was Um, I like
2: Porter a lot. And that was still a little strange.
0: I know he's got a Pico C now and I know he was going to order. Uh, He was going to order that pack. So I require him to report back and tell us, was it actually a stealth hit or was it a complete fucking disaster? It,
2: was it at all drinkable is really what we're asking here. Does it
1: blend, Chris? <laughs> we
0: want to know.
2: <laughs> Did it even make beer?
0: <laughs> the Pico is like, no. Did it make <laughs> beer or was it just some horrible divide by zero error? The world may never know.
2: <laughs> the world may never know
0: okay so that's our beer the does it come with a spear it's a just knock you in your teeth uh imperial stout a Have knock down the one.
2: imperial stout a
0: knock down the imperial stout there we go okay that's <laughs> our show for this month and that is uh that is one interesting as fuck beer
1: Yo, it's going to be so good though. Noticed, I'm ready gonna for it.
0: I, I'm going to take your word for it. I'm going to take I'm, your word that it's going to be good.
1: I'm going to make this for myself like for Christmas if I'm home. Ooh. And it's going to be like great. Ooh, there's
0: It's going to be Okay, so out what's the alcohol you add to that alcohol? Oh, that's a great question.
1: <laughs> spice rum. I mean, always spice rum. The answer is spice rum. Always well, in the you winter. You Christmas,
2: so it's spice rum.
1: It's f- fucking spice rum. That's like all I used to drink. God bless.
2: Sailor God bless me not. Jerry.
1: D- oh, Sailor Jerry's is bae It's not. <laughs> it's horrible. And I just want to drink a two liter of diet coke and like half a handle of Sailor hey, Jerry. We, we all have our trash spice <laughs> rum. It's okay. That's like all I used to drink in college. Is like Captain and diet coke.
2: So there's a thing in Germany that I had never heard of before, but the Germans and the Dutch know all about it. It's called Jager tea. Oh, God. Just no. like regular black tea with like, rum in it. Like you just take plain hot black tea and you put rum in it and you drink it because it's cold outside. Yeah. And this is drunk from like November to March. And uh,
1: it's always cold outside and
2: yeah but the places. Berliners are not wrong about how it's cold outside and and yeah I learned about this stuff at a Christmas market uh because I was drinking Glühwein oh, and my friend was true. like wait you love Glühwein but here let me let me introduce you to this other thing I drink at Christmas markets.
1: Glühwein is so good though.
2: <laughs> vine, I made so it's much so Glühwein on my stove last year that I still have a bottle of Glühwein in my um I have a drawer in my fridge that is in between refrigerator temperature and freezer temperature. <gasps> and so I have a bottle of Gluvine that I made last Christmas in the drawer for as amazing. soon as it's cold
1: enough to put it back on the stove. Yeah, I was going to say that that's just like a wine fridge
0: built into your fridge. That's amazing.
2: It is indeed a wine fridge built into my fridge. That
0: is that. Oh, what so a fucking genius idea. I, I have to point out one more thing about this monster of a beer we just made so uh the srm on this beer is 101 the srm chart i typically use ends at 40
1: <laughs> it's Bless black you, after Brian. that it's fine
0: <laughs> uh it,
1: th- it is like as the-
2: black as the great expanse of space
0: it's perfect you're gonna, it's
2: as black as vader's cape
0: you're gonna need one hell of a camera to p- properly get the color on that one
2: Challenge accepted.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's go ahead and wrap up there. Uh, anyone doing anything we need to plug?
1: I don't think so. Uh, what are we reading on the Bookworms Pod right now? I don't know. I have to record it. I don't know. I just that's, reading it. that's between uh, you and Apprentice. your comments. Yes. Uh, Master, Master of Venice. Yes. I know. It? I was going to say lots of people have been waiting for this one, so I'll remember it properly. Otherwise, Kate will crucify me. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. Yes. It's the one that everyone's been waiting for. Yes, I'm. Of course, I'm enjoying it. How could you not be enjoying it? Um, so tune in. We're do. You know us. We're doing fuck shit, like we're always doing fuck shit. So if you're looking for that, tune in into Bookhorse Pod. <laughs> we come out on Thursdays. <laughs> usually, we didn't come out today because I was at a wedding. And
0: the end. Oops. <laughs> Man, do you got anything you guys? going?
2: Uh, as always, I'm a co-host of Rebel Dispatch, which you can find in all of your normal podcast clients. Um, I have a website. It never gets updated. I write for tashistation.net, uh No hyphen anymore, which is still very exciting to me. Fuck off, uh, hyphen! <laughs> you can go to hell, hyphen! Can we change uh, it
1: to fuck off hyphen.net? Hyphen hyphen <laughs> <net. laughs> like can, can we do a rebrand? On it.
2: Um... Yeah, I'm going to be at uh, Pooley and in Puyallup, Washington this Saturday for a few hours in the morning. And then I will be at Rose City Roller Derby Saturday night announcing the game. So if you're a roller derby fan and you're in the Portland area, you should come. And then we're going to go drink beer afterwards. Uh, and yeah, that's all for right now. I have a lot of awesome things that I'm not allowed to talk
1: about. Also, so if you're here on Saturday night, just also maybe go to the Thorns game. If you're not going to roller derby. Those very the... true. Yo, that's like it is rude of them to put to put a Thorns game, a Thorns and Night evening game on the same night as roller derby.
2: Although this isn't a Wheels of Justice game, it's a B team game. So okay. at the very least, the roller derby league thought about that. I was and like, so it, it's not the number one team in the country. It is people aspiring to the number one team <laughs> in the country.
1: Like, it is borderline homophobic that they did that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> because
1: there aren't enough queers in Portland to go to two sports. Listen, some of us like we're supposed to be <laughs> defeating fascism this Saturday night. Okay, we're very busy. <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay. At both a soccer stadium and a roller rink. Down with That's fascism! Exactly right. And Fuck both a fascism! Soccer stadium and a roller rink. So whichever flavor of defeating fascism suits you, roller rink or soccer stadium, that is where you should be if you're in Portland this Saturday night.
1: It's true. That's that's tr- almost true of Portland every Saturday night, but also this Saturday
0: night. <laughs> We're defeating fascism at uh, the, at the uh, soccer pitch or the roller rink. Uh, just let me know where to be. Exactly. Uh,
1: Brian, what's your shit to plug other than you being almost a dad. <laughs> oh my God. It's four months. It's so, uh, Oh my God, th- shut up.
2: Me- I might, I'm, I only have four months to finish this quilt. That's not that's long just, enough.
1: That just means it's an inside
0: baby right now. It's fine. Keep uh-huh, going. Yep. Yep. Uh, so, um, Nancy and I were, uh, like we mentioned at the top of the show, Nancy and I were at Galaxy's Edge over the weekend. We did a big old podcast to, uh, recap, gush, talk about it, and, uh, discuss all the things you should do, uh, when you, if you go there. Uh, that is in the mega feed, the TSR feed, and the Mouse droid feed. Give it a listen. Um, We've got we're recording something this weekend. I don't know which show, but we're recording a show this weekend. Uh, and we're gonna be at Dragon Con shortly, so we've got a whole bunch of convention panel audio that'll be coming your way within a couple weeks. Stay tuned
2: oh, for all stop that. Stop with the Dragon Con. I'm so jealous of the Dragon Con. <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right, that's all Going I- next year. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Uh, that's all I got. So, uh, we'll go ahead and sign out here. Just a reminder, the Tashi Station Brewhouse is brought to you in part by you, our Patreon subscribers. Patreon.com slash Tashi Station. Uh, get into the $1 level. That gets you into the Patreon exclusive slack where you can talk about beer and sports with us. It's great. Good times all dogs. around. And dogs. And the all-important Pets Channel.
1: Pets. Super for, pets. No other,
0: for no other reason, like, join for that. I mean, pets
2: <laughs> there are exclusive pictures of Sir Toggle of Waggle that have only gone into that channel. Otherwise, they just stay in my phone.
0: So I mean, we—I I kept trying to think of what kind of Patreon exclusive things c- could I possibly provide, but no, nah, it turns out just pictures of pets was what got people to subscribe. So cute pets, <laughs> come subscribe! Uh, TashiStation.net is where this show is hosted. Uh, where all where all of our news and columns are at. Uh, you can find this show on the Tashi Station Radio mega feed and its own dedicated feed on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, all the normal places. Subscribe there uh, for this show and to the mega feed for all of our network's great shows. Thanks for listening to another episode. We'll catch you all next month when we brew another beer and uh, figure out how badly our soccer seasons have gone. See you, everyone! <laughs>